It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, Steeler Nation? We are back for everyone's favorite Steeler show, the Chris Wormley and Friends show. Oh, and it's a special day. Not only are we talking with number 95 himself, it is his birthday. Mike, how are you? Are you ready to break down some Steelers football? I'm ready to break down some Steelers football and celebrate a birthday. My birthday is a week from today as well, so I'm in the birthday mood uh, already, even though as you get older, I'm sure Chris will say you almost start like forgetting your birthday. I had to be reminded by my girlfriend the other day that my birthday was rapidly approaching and she's like, what do you want? Uh, and I, I was, I think I said like Taco Bell or something like that because uh, I'm, I'm pretty easy to please. Yeah. Uh, so some food really, and she's planning something elaborate and I'm kind of just like some Taco Bell and let me watch the, uh, the Steelers. All right, this is the Steelers Crazy Sick Podcast in Tangent with Yinzer Crazy, the Chris Wormley and Friends Show. Sammy, roll it and let's get to it. Man, the myth, the legend, number 95, Big Worm. How are you? Up, fellas? I'm good, man. I uh, appreciate, uh, appreciate the birthday wishes. Uh, Mike, uh, listen, if, if all I got was Taco Bell for my birthday, I'd be a happy man too. So see, uh, that's, that's a, that's a top tier birthday present right there for sure. I didn't know you were on the Taco Bell train. It's such a, mm. it's a very polarizing fast food. I mean, that's, like after, like right after the season, that's that's what I go for is Taco Bell. I, it it might be a, a guilty pleasure, or people are like, "Oh my gosh, should we eat Taco Bell?" And it's grade grade D beef or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But I I will go and spend forty dollars at Taco Bell and and regret it the second the second after I'm finished eating it. But when it's when I'm eating it is it is it is delicious. You it's said it. We don't need to go any further listening. than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, something that might not be as good as Taco Bell. Um, the primetime loss to the Dolphins. Just tell us the biggest reason, you know, kind of what went down. Um, they, the second half, I mean, you guys shut them down and uh, really stepped up, but the offense couldn't prevail. Uh, just talk about the whole game and the, the ups and downs of it. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we, we both, you know, we scored 10 points in the first half. They scored 16 points in the first half. And you're thinking, okay, we made these, made these second half adjustments on the defensive side of the ball and, and we shut them down. Um, 
but when you look at it, we didn't get a sack, which usually when we get when we don't get a sack in a game, we usually lose a game. Um, and that was that's been the case the last three times this at least this year that we haven't gotten a sack. Um, we got some pressure and stuff, but getting sacks, especially on a guy like Tua, is um, really can affect his game and really can affect the way that they moved on the field. And then also we we dropped I think maybe four picks, and um, I think that that really uh, you know they allowed them to score. I think they had a couple field goals off of that. At least I know they had one field goal um, right before halftime in that two minute drill they ran. If we would have picked it off, they wouldn't have gotten those three points. Um, and look, we we got to catch those balls, and I know the guys in the back end are are punching themselves, and and they're they're gonna look to uh, to right those wrongs this this week in, in practice and really focus on catching the ball. And, um, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, we didn't score enough points. And, um, you know, it's, it's a team game. And, and when both sides um, make, make crucial errors, it, that's, that's usually what happens is, is a loss. I got to jump in real quick, Jordan. I, I was at the game. I had the all-22 look uh, from where I was at. I think it's the third quarter, Worm, and I, don't, I hope no refs are watching. Did you get held? There was a play where you shot up the gut. I thought you were, you were right there for the sack. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that, I, I mean, yes, I was I was held. I'll say that we could say that. Um, but it's football. Um, you know, most alignment hold on every play, and unless it's like super egregious or um, sure. something that that they're going to be looking at whole, you know, with the focus on, um, it's not going to get called. And and uh, you know, there was a few plays there where we thought that we could have got a holding call, but we're not gonna we're not gonna look back at shoulda, woulda, coulda's on some holding calls as to why we lost the game. Um, and, and on the D-line, we, we got to get better at getting pressure and sacking the quarterback. Yeah, Jordan. The Dolphins got off to a fast start, and I was like, man, this, they're going to put up like 41. And then you guys were able to just, you know, completely shut them down and kind of just talk about that. Was it like you just figured it out, like, is time, or was it just what adjustments did you make to get that result for the rest of the game? Because you guys really did. The, the second half, you, you guys played unbelievable. Yeah, those that first drive, especially when they went and scored right away, um, they're running a lot of RPO, uh, which stands for run pass option uh, uh, plays. And um, when when you're effective at, at that, it can really mess up a defense. And and you know we're thinking they're going to run the ball, so their linebackers step up um, to their gaps, and then they throw over top of them for for big gains. Uh, but we really, after those first two drives, we really kind of figured out what they were doing, made some really good second half adjustments. Um, the coaches did and kind of got back to playing the way that we know how to play and got back to our base defenses. And uh, like you saw in the second half, they didn't score a port. And I thought that was probably, uh, I would say, between the Tampa Bay game and, and this game was probably our best defensively sounded uh, football game. Minus, you know, minus a few things here and there. But I thought that we played really hard, especially in that second half and, and um, really put us in a chance to win the game. Most definitely. Mike? I, th- I think your defensive mate – Miles Jack said something really interesting post game. Uh, remember listening to some of the pressers naturally and, and being on Twitter, of course, seeing some of the comments. Uh, and Miles said literally right after this game, which it was heartbreaking. It was tough for for you guys, I'm sure. And in the locker room, he's chippy and he said, "I feel good." He was like, "I feel good. We're ready to turn this around. I see that it looks like we got these signs. We're we're going to turn this around." Tell me about that mindset and how quickly you guys kind of in this 24 hour time zone are able to really kind of flip those emotions. Yeah. I think that's the the beautiful thing about football until the last game of the season, there's always going to be a next game. There's always going to be a next opportunity to, to, uh, to prove that you're the defense that you think you are to prove that 
you belong in a certain, uh, you know, tier or level in the NFL. Um, obviously, we're two and five, but I think, you know, our, the be- our best ball is, is ahead of us. And, um, you know, especially these last two weeks on defense, we've really been clicking and and uh, been able to to really stifle def- or offenses that have been really high powered. You know, you look two weeks ago, you stop a guy like Tom Brady and, and in the second half, you stop a, an offense with, with Tua and, and Waddle and, and Hill, um, we, we, you know, but, but if you don't get a win, it, it doesn't really matter. Right. It doesn't matter how well you play on defense. Um, so we're looking to put those performances with wins as well. Doesn't get any easier. And that's the, the nature of the beast in this league. Of course, you guys are heading to the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles this Sunday with an opportunity to play spoiler again, much like you did against the Bucks. Uh, certainly a game that a lot of people are going to be tuning into the cross-state rivalry, if you will. Chris, you know, we're always happy to talk to you because we know that you're already watching tape on these guys, you know, prior to jumping on with us. Uh, you were a bookworm, if you will. As I was thinking about this question, I realized I couldn't put tapeworm. Um, <laughs> no. no, please don't do that. <laughs> I, I had to throw that. You you watch tape. You're a bookworm. <laughs> that yes. is that's we'll leave, we'll leave that. No one wants tapeworm. <laughs> Anyways, give us your initial read uh, on on Philadelphia. Yeah, this is this is essentially for the state championship, right? This is Penn State versus Pitt. This is I don't know Kingstone. North Alabama. North Allegheny versus some team in Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> it's um, there's a lot of uh, bragging rights, I guess you could say, uh, when you play, you know, the cross state rival in, in the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, their fan base is insane in a good way, and I'm I'm excited to be able to play in a venue like that. Um, but yeah, they're the best team in the NFL right now. They're undefeated, um, and it's not it's not that they're the best team because they're blowing teams out. They're they're in a lot of close games and. I think they've come behind in a couple of games, but they find ways to win. They find ways to, um, you know, seal the game when they're up and the, and the other team has the ball and they, they have to make a stop. Their defense plays, you know, really great ball. Their lights out, um, led by my Michigan man, uh, Brandon Graham. Um, but when you look on the offensive side of the ball, um, they have maybe one of the best offensive lines in, in the NFL. Um, guys like Lane Johnson, uh, that big left tackle, um, and, and Kelsey in the middle make up a, a, a fierce, uh, aggressive, uh, physical offensive line. And then when you look at the weapons that they have, not only with Jalen Hurts, but who he passes to, um, it's pretty dangerous with, with guys like A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, um, and that other super fast guy that is, uh, is, is going to be a handful. So um, looking at tape, they're a great team. Um, but I think, like I said, the way our defense has been playing the last two weeks, I think we're up for the challenge and excited for the challenge to, to um, you know, get a win this week. Yeah, you're celebrating a birthday. I'm not sure if Jason Kelsey celebrated a birthday anytime soon, but he might be turning 75 years old uh, at this point. <laughs> I, I said it. I said it, not you. Um, I think the word multiple comes to mind when I think about the Eagles. You already talked to RPO against – the Dolphins, uh, you think of Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, their ability to be multiple on offense. Are you able to kind of take some things schematically from that Dolphins game and apply them to that duo as well? Yeah, when you got, you know, Tua, who was a, a somewhat of a mobile quarterback, Jalen Hurts, who definitely is a mobile quarterback, and then the weapons that they both had, um, 
in the backfield and in receiver wise. Um, you definitely could take some things. I think we're going to have to look at the film really hard um, as far as game planning with with the RPO um, that that hurt us those first two or three drives last week, um, and, and apply and implement something that's really going to be able to to stop that and allow us to to play um, really sound football from the jump and not not think about or, or make adjustments. You know, three series in. You guys played the Eagles in the preseason last year. I was researching this game. In the first article that came up, it's Yahoo Sports. You can check it out after this if you want. Maybe we'll throw it on, uh, I don't know, Twitter or something. And the headline picture is you staring down Jalen Hurts. Not kidding. First, first picture that came up in the article. You guys won that game. Obviously, Hurts wasn't in for all that long. It's preseason. But what can you take from that experience, uh, if anything? Maybe just being in that environment. Um, yeah, I remember the fans were just because it was a preseason game. The fans were pretty pretty rowdy and into it, which was which was always fun to see. Um, but it's a new year. It's you know over you know a season and a half of ball. You know later um, preseason, Hertz wasn't in much. Their offensive line wasn't in a whole lot. So. When you look at what they had, maybe schematically you can take some things, but I know that they've implemented some new things as well on the offensive side of the ball, especially um, with their head coach. I think it's his second year now too, so I'm, I know he's a little more comfortable um, mm-hmm. you know, in that system and calling the plays and being confident with that. And it's going to take you know, probably our best defensive effort to win, to win that game. Uh, multiple turnovers, um, got to get to the quarterback and affect him, not only in sacks but pressures and hits and hurries. Um, and really play a really sound, fundamental, um, fast, physical football team in, or football game on the defensive side of the ball. So loose translation, you take nothing from the preseason game. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Shout out Nick Sirianni real quick. I got to do it. Former IUP, Indiana University of Pennsylvania coach, my alma mater. I got to shout him out when I when I can, Jordan. Uh, good dude. Obviously, it'll be fun to uh, face him on that Eagles yeah. side. All right. Another good transition. You talked about the environment, which is perfect because we're going to sneak into Worm Association. I'm going to do a, a little, something a little different Uh-oh. this time. So we'll roll it. All right, I feel like we're running out of worms, if you will, for for Worm Association. So I know last year we switched it up once and did a little trivia. So today, I thought I wanted to do a little true or false on the city of Philadelphia, one of the most historical cities, of course, in the world. Uh, if the you city will. of so brotherly love, the city of brotherly love. Maybe not is, this is Sunday. this going to be true or false? Like actual facts that mm-hmm. I have to. Yep, be you're, only gonna about? Say, you're only going to say is, true or false, or is it true or false in like my opinion on the city of Philadelphia? No, just you're just going to say true or false. And they're all just kind of random facts about Philadelphia that I okay. have come up with or altered. And here's another kicker. Jordan's going to play too. Nice. Oh, boy. Because he doesn't know what I'm, what I'm hitting. Tell me this. <laughs> I've been okay. to Philly like once. Well, it's okay because these are not something I, I would expect anybody to know off the back of their hand. But we'll rotate, okay? But obviously, uh, I'll give you guys the answer, and hopefully, we can have some uh, some some disagreements, if you will. All right, so I'll start with my first one: true or false? And we'll start with worm. Just give me a, a you know you can contemplate it, brainstorm. Give me one word answer. Philadelphia is home to America's first zoo. 
False. Jordan? False. Oh, man. Do, can we put a, a is it in here, Sammy oh. and Anella? Can we put an oh. You guys are both both wrong on that one. It right. is home to America's first zoo, interestingly enough. 1859. Oh, uh, I wasn't. Uh, Philadelphia. I think some of the, the turtles are probably still alive. Neither, neither was Jordan, so. Yeah. Jason, Jason Kelsey, maybe. Um, wow. <laughs> sorry. Uh, okay, wow, not a good start. You guys are 0 for 1. All right, so this one, hopefully you uh, – we'll, we'll let Worm go first. I think Jordan probably knows the answer. In 1943 – this is cool. I, I'm, it's a good history lesson here. There it was wasn't a temporary, alive in 43. Temporary merger in the NFL. You probably know okay. where I'm going with this. Uh, I might know this, yeah. And the Steelers and Eagles joined together to form the Steagles. What? Worm, this had to be in your handbook when you became a Steeler. You didn't read it? I'm going to say true just because it sounds ridiculous. Jordan knows. You? It's it's true. Yeah. It is true. Ding, 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 ding. I and think I think without that... the way we set it up, you would have said false. Yeah. yeah. Now, not a Go lot ahead, of Jordan. people know that. A lot of the reason why I know that is because of Madden. Because you would flick back and they would have these jerseys and it was like AFL, Steagles. And I'm like, who are they? And then yeah. you end up. Yeah. And I actually have a picture in my man cave of all the jerseys and. That's one of them. Oof. The Steagles. Kind of cool. Steagles. Kinda you can cool. hit somebody with that. Yeah, kind of kind of cool. It's honestly a part of the reason why sometimes people talk about the rivalry and then we'll yeah. say both teams helped each other out a little bit. All right, anyway, one for one. Uh, all right, cheesesteaks in Philadelphia were originally made without cheese. Jordan, I'll start with you. True or false? When, you, when was cheese invented? What year? I don't know, probably 1547. <laughs> I'm going to go false. Chris? True? Yeah, you got it. We got uh, a one point for Worm and none for Jordan. It's 2-1 Worm over here. Uh, the first known yeah. recipe, I want to get this right, Pat and Harry Oliveri was without cheese and was later added on by a manager. Hmm. I don't know if it was called a cheesesteak, but... Even though, even though I got right, like... Pretty goofy. Really goofy. Yeah, yeah. really goofy. I'm I went to Geno's. Questions. I went to Geno's when I was there, and they they were like, you want cheese whiz on it? And they just, the whole, you can't even see the steak. There's so much cheese that, that goes across mm. it. It's delicious. All right, we got a 2-1 warm lead. I'll start with Jordan on this one then to put the pressure on. Yeah. All right. Philadelphia hosted the first Christmas Day Parade. False. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that's New York City. I'm gonna say false. And even even if it's true, like I still win because we both said false. Yeah. Wow. Playing the strategy there. I got to go to you for the last couple. I messed. I messed that up actually. Now that I realize, you guys both said false. Yeah. Ding ding ding. You got it. They hosted the first Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, okay. Not the first Christmas Day. Parade. Do they still right. do the Macy's Day Parade? Yes. Definitely do. Um, it's in New York, though. Yeah, I, I don't all know. right. Anyway, I was getting we, all my we, parades confused. Sorry, we got a three-two warm lead. I'm going to start with warm for the last couple. Philadelphia home. I know we already talked food. Home of the first corn dog in Philadelphia. Worm, true or false? I'm going to say false. I feel like that's like a New York thing. Yeah. Like Coney, Coney Island. Island. Bing bong. Play strategically, or do you play? <laughs> do you try and get it, the answer? I mean, 
I hate agreeing with Worm, but I mean, I'm I'm agreeing with him here. That, that seems a like a that's, that seems like a like a Coney Island like you, uh like, you kept uh, it within one. Name, it was not yeah. New York. It was Oregon. Uh, who would have thought? What the, they don't know what a corn dog is. Philadelphia is home to the first soft pretzel. For, yeah. Soft pretzel originated in Philadelphia. Are these There's one? Of, are you getting out fact. these out of one of these bathroom books that like you <laughs> on the back of their <laughs> toilet? Off to the side. He keeps looking no, at yeah, the side. Like he knows something. Uh, I know. I got. I had to write them. I down. didn't even I know about the back of my hand. Sprung this on me. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's called a little thing called Google. All right, I got a couple more, and then we'll round this out because we're running short on time already. Uh, Philadelphia is said to be the most haunted city in the world, the highest density of haunted houses. Warren, we'll go to you. There's a lot of people in Philly. It's a big old city. True. Jordan? I'm going to say false. One of you got it right. I think, like, uh, I mean, PA is a pretty haunted place. I just don't know much about Philadelphia, so I'm still going it's, with false. It, it's it's good because it's his birthday. That seals the win uh, for Worm oh, officially. Unbelievable! That I gotta walk home now. True, it is a yes. fact. And I'll, I'll throw the last one at you uh, really quickly. And, and Jordan, maybe you could you could answer this one. Chris Wormley will sack Jalen Hurts on Sunday. Not once, but twice. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. All right, good, good round. JY, go ahead. Close this out, man. All right. So I one I'm gonna like actually we have one thing saved for the end, but the Michigan State, um, Michigan. I just wanted to ask you one thing. That what is that rivalry compared to in like an Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State? Like, is that like I mean it's the it's you guys are playing the Eagles, it's it's I don't know how far Michigan State is from Michigan, but just kind of, you know, tell me about that rivalry because I'm I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, it's it's like I talked about with us and the Eagles. It's a it's an in-state rivalry. It's a championship they play or not championship, but they play for uh, the Paul Bunyan Trophy every year. Um, That's it's bragging great. rights of the state. Most guys, especially if you're from Michigan, you either go to Michigan or Michigan State. Get recruited um, by. So a lot of yeah, a lot of guys get recruited by the same by those two schools. A lot of guys know a lot of guys on that team. So there's a lot that goes into it. Um, I would say it goes Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State, and then Michigan, mm. Penn State as far as rivalries. But yeah. this one's just as big. Um, it means the a lot. Records yeah, records like don't, Penn records don't yeah. matter. It's like Penn State. don't matter. Michigan lost to them last year um, in a close game. So I know those boys are looking to – to, to get a dub and, and continue to be undefeated and, and a top team in the country. And this is another step in their, in, in the right direction if they can get a win. And I know it's going to be a very hostile environment, very chippy, very um, uh, uh, aggression, anger filled uh, type of game. And, and I, I love to see it and I, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. When you were a part of that, did you, did you win that game when you played in it? Uh, I won two out of five. There was uh I was I was a part of the game where our punter fumbled it and they tried picking it up and oh kicking it God. and they scored. Uh, I was on the field yeah. as a as a as a shield protector guy and oh that was one God. of the saddest I'll never forget that one of the saddest <laughs> sports moments of my life. Yeah, I'm sure. sorry to bring that up. Well, we do have something to leave you on, Sammy, that's gonna make you a little bit more happy because it is Big Worms Day. He's not running for president just yet, but it is his birthday. So Sammy, go ahead and play the thing. Happy birthday, Worm. We just want to thank Happy you. Happy birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, dear, dear Worm. worm. 
bookworm. Happy birthday to you. Woo! All right. Thought, uh, I thought Frank Sinatra was going to come out with that. Uh, no. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Thanks, you boys. A, you got a crooner yeah. voice. So this whole, what we learned, it's your birthday. You're sacking Jalen Hurts on Sunday. And you beat me in whatever game we just played. So, <laughs> congratulations. You know more about Philadelphia than me. I don't know if I know more about Pittsburgh, but we can maybe do a Pittsburgh one. Uh, yeah. One well, like I said, we'll, one, in the offseason, we'll go to a Mud Hens game. You know, yeah. Mike will come up and we'll, you're the mayor of Toledo. So I'll just, you just show me the way. I'll show you a good time in Toledo, boys. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Hey, we appreciate you having every week. Uh, Go and do your thing. Shock the world. I just tweeted that you guys are going to win, and I believe in it because, hey, man, I never lose the faith. So, Go ahead. Appreciate get out there, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, folks. Eat healthy, me man. cake. Yep. Yeah, man. All right. Good episode, it's, man. Good times all around. Appreciate it. Make sure it's everybody just really at bottom. It, we, we, Chris is just such a good good dude man on and off the field uh honestly just check and check out everything that he's doing off the field and everything right there where mike is it's bigger than football mi- sometimes what'd you miss on that you thought philadelphia didn't have the most haunted houses huh it's a tough one to swallow i don't know i just i don't know much about philadelphia i was on tour there i did like a thing and we stopped and literally got cheesecake did the show and then hopped back in the bus and we were we cheesecake were yeah, no, uh, cheese. cheese <laughs> I wish it was Both cheese. Sound good. Cheese you got cake, birthday birthday cake on your mouth. Yeah, birthday warm. Yeah, happy birthday, well, big warm. I just realized that next Tuesday will be my birthday, and we'll be doing the show. So, yep, and I'll have a we'll cake. have we'll have the, maybe we could run the same birthday birthday uh, theme song we just did. <laughs> yeah, we could. <laughs> uh, good stuff. I might have to uh, give Anello and Sammy a picture from from uh, like our Nicastro construction days. Oh, I love that idea. You could yeah. just Photoshop your uh, your kid in there. Yeah. <laughs> she might make an appearance on Thursday wrapped in a terrible towel. You never know. That would be way too soon. Wait, she's supposed to be born on Thursday for any viewers watching this. She cannot come on camera her first day. So we'll give maybe give her a couple weeks till she's ready, yeah. and then she'll she's be breaking down the Steelers shy. and interviewing. She's camera shy and interviewing Worm. Brooke Pryor Jr. All right. <laughs> well, Sammy Anello, play that thing, and we will see you Thursday. Here we go, Steelers. The Chris Wormley and Friends Show. Steelers crazy. Yinzer crazy. A sick production. We'll see you soon. Go, Steelers. And just so you know, we bleed black and gold, and it's the sick podcast. Follow us below. The Chris Wormley and Friends Show. Until next time. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.